Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. UPS is hiring day sort warehouse workers in our Louisville, Kentucky hub. Our warehouses are team settings where everyone truly has each other's backs, and we work together to deliver what matters to customers and communities. We're paying $20 an hour and offer great benefits, including up to $25,000 in tuition assistance. Eligibility begins the day you're hired. Shift your future, shift your team, shift your life. Visit upsjobs.com to apply. That's upsjobs.com. Make the shift, make a difference. Injured in a car accident? Visit SueDistractedDriver.com. You're listening to Dan Issel and Louis Rabot on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Dan and Louis. All right, welcome back in. 11 o'clock hour here on Issel and Louis, taking you up until noon on 680-1057. However you're hanging out today, maybe on the app, ESPNLouisville.com, your smart speaker. We appreciate you making us part of your Tuesday morning. A reminder of the second hour brought to you by our friends at Delta Dental DeltaDentalKY.com. Are you a dentist and you're looking to join a new network and expand your practice? Check them out. Nice little tab at the top, Dentist Tools, and just click on Join Our Network. Nice and easy there at DeltaDentalKY.com. All right. How many, how many dentists do you think are listening right now, Avery? You have to talk. I, I, to... I, I know. I'm just trying to think. I don't know. I feel like a lot would want to just like focus on their people i think we're an in-between patients kind of show i'm just saying i think they have us on in the office they see the patient you know they do that thing it's the best thing about being a dentist by the way someone else cleans the teeth someone else checks them in someone else checks them out someone else makes sure their kids get a toy and the dentist walks in and he goes oh yeah looks good okay bye like that's Boom, what a job. Very true. Oh, it's a great job. I had braces, and there was one day the orthodontist kicked the hygienist out of my room because she was going to have to break my jaw because, like, (laughs) I had, like, about literally, like, 11 years ago now, um, I had a nasty fall that, that basically prevents my jaw from opening as far as it used to. Hmm. Um, And, of course, like, you got to do the molding and everything. And there was one day, like, I just, I could not open my jaw as far as she needed it to. It was as far as she should have needed it. Oh. Um, and she's like, no, you need to keep opening your jaw. Like, she's pulling on my jaw, and I'm just in so much pain, and my mom can see it. And then the orthodontist walks in, and he's like, get out. And he put my normal hygienist in there. I never had that lady again. DeltaDentalKY.com. All right, now we get to it. Everybody anticipating. Who's your Monday moron, Dan, on a Tuesday? I picked this one just for you because <laughs> I know you don't agree with this, and I could not feel stronger about this than I do. And that's because our Monday morning moron is former Kentucky quarterback coach, excuse me, quarterback, Will left us. <laughs> you know, ever since he got to Lexington... <laughs> Ever since he got to Lexington, leftists has tried to make this about him. You know, eating a banana with the peel on it, putting mayonnaise in his coffee, uh, tweeting out a picture of him and his girlfriend in the swimming pool with her bottom being exposed. And now for the Music City Bowl, he's on the sidelines trying to make this about him again. why, Why in the world? I thought he skipped the bowl to get ready for the NFL. What, why, is he in, why is he in Nashville if he's getting ready for the NFL? You know, Mel Kuyper likes to say that left us has a rocket launcher for an arm. Uh, maybe that's true, but I'm not sure all of the wiring is in place. Now, a lot of people have said, well, you know, it doesn't matter that if, if he doesn't play. His legacy has been established. Yeah, his legacy has been established. Let me tell you what I think his legacy is. He comes into a season with the expectations 
of the Kentucky football program as high as I have seen it in my lifetime. And what does he do? He, he goes to Mississippi, a game they should have won, and they wind up losing because he coughs the ball up twice. They go to Tennessee, and he's non-existent. They get run all the way back to Lexington. He is the starting quarterback on a team that lost a home game to Vanderbilt. And a team that a lot of people thought would win nine, ten games. There was one idiot at uh, the SEC Network that said Kentucky was going to win 11 games. They finished the season with Will left us at quarterback seven and six. What a what a di- what a disappointment! Did did you, Louie, have any chance to to watch the Sugar Bowl? Whoa! Wait a second. I'm not even close to being done. <laughs> I, I'm not even close. <laughs> yeah, I watched this, part of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I worked hard on this, and and I even wrote, I even took some notes for this one the first time ever. Whoa! Well, in in a bowl that was so relevant, in a bowl that was so relevant that ESPN put it on at eleven o'clock in the morning. Did you see anybody opting out on Alabama? Bryce Young. Who, if, and by the way, if there's an NFL general manager out there who is considering taking left us ahead of Bryce Young, you'll be the next Monday morning. Bryce Young got hurt. He hurt his shoulder. He missed a game. He played hurt. He comes back in a, in a non important bowl game, throws five touchdowns, 15 for 21, 20 yards. Will Anderson, going to be one of the top three picks in the NFL draft. Do you see him opting out? No, he plays. They said, Will, why are you playing? Will said, listen, said, I've been telling my teammates all year how hard we have to work, how important these games are. If I opted out, I would be a hypocrite. I need to be on the field one more time with my with my guys. And there were a couple other first-rounders that didn't opt out of the Sugar Bowl. And you know why? Because Alabama is a football school, and they have a coach who's actually worth $9 million a year. And so that leads me to Teflon Mark. How come Stoops didn't get any blame for this? And the apologist for the UK football program called the Herald Leader, every story talks about the opt-outs, the injuries, the transfers. I looked at the transfers. I recognized one name on there, not because of his contribution to the football program, but because of his neat name, Cavassier Smoke. That was the only name I recognized on there. Injuries, earth to Harrow leader. Every team has injuries this time of year. I know they were missing some people on the defensive side of the ball, but J.J. Weaver played, Jaquez Jones played, Oxidine even played. I saw the, the terrible offensive line that we have. That was the same guys that we had all year long. Uh, and what did Mark say after the game? The same thing he said after every loss. We recognize some things, and we're going to fix it. We're going to fix it. The only thing he fixed this year was his 401K. <laughs> and so there's Will left us on the sidelines in his coffeeered hair, and his NIL-financed outfit trying to make the focus on him instead of the sorry football game that was in front of him. If, if I was a veteran on that team, a guy like Horsey, who's been there for four years, I would have gone up to Leftus and said, what are you doing? Get up in the stands. You're not part of the team. You quit on us. And if he didn't move, I would have hit him right in the mouth. And that's why Will left us is the Monday morning moron. (laughs) Okay, that's enough. Dude, they love you on the text line right now. Oh, no, I'm I'm serious. No, the, I, sugar, I, what, the Sugar Bowl didn't mean anything, Louie, and and not one Alabama. And and we're talking about three or four first round draft picks. Yeah. Bryce Young should be the first quarterback chosen. Will Anderson's going to be it. Did they opt out? No, no. And they waited till yesterday and announced that they were leaving. 
but they didn't opt out of the bowl game because they appreciated being a member of the Alabama football team. And and this this game Saturday in Nashville, I mean, UK football was never going to be on a par consistently with Alabama or Auburn or, or, or Georgia or LSU or Tennessee. But I think this thing on Saturday, that put us behind you know, Mississippi, Mississippi State, South Carolina, this football program, I mean, it's almost as disastrous right now as as U of L basketball is. And Stoops doesn't take any. Is Stoops not the guy who hired Sangarello? Is Stoops not the guy who decided they didn't need a special teams coordinator? I, I, I don't understand how... You know, I mean, they're they're on Cal much more than they are on Stoops. I just I don't get it. I'm done. Okay, okay. I'm done. I'm Dan Issel. <laughs> uh, I'm done. I'm out. I just dropped the mic. Oh man. I people adore you on the text line right now, and I'm glad they do because you're right. Um, by the way, the beauty of that rant, Dan, is it's both old man, but you're also correct. Old men are always correct. What are you talking about? <laughs> the other person that opted out of this game that should probably be held to a standard is is Chris Rodriguez, who was a captain and got suspended for the first four games of the year and then suddenly couldn't play in the 13th game of the year. Yeah. I mean, come well. on. But but he wasn't. I, I didn't. And I and b- believe me, I didn't watch. I was watching the basketball game. Uh, I I wasn't watching this sorry football game. Uh, how about, my, Scott and I were laughing. 30, 30 point over and under it is one of the smallest over and under uh, numbers we can remember in college football. Right. And they didn't come within nine points <laughs> with two with two pick sixes. They didn't come within nine points of the over and under. It was, uh, I mean, that that game. Uh, l- let's hope none of the recruits that Kentucky's going after were watching that game, like Nolan Smith says they're watching U of L foot uh, basketball. Because if they were watching that game, they're going someplace else. <laughs> Dan Esselupo, taking you up until noon. That was Monday Moron. Um, if you are uh, out there and you are listening and you love Dan's work on the Monday Moron, he promises he'll take notes and you can sponsor that segment. Uh, hit us up here on the text line four three. Will left time. us. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, that's good stuff, Dan. Thank you. No, that's good stuff. True Crime Tuesday <laughs> in about fifteen minutes. Um, <laughs> Let's go back through the game a little bit. Uh, the one that you did watch, um, of course, UK beats U of L eighty six sixty three. I didn't learn too much except that you know we we've had a sense that Jacob Toppin is capable of of more than what he's been doing. Obviously, he does Absolutely. that against U of L. The problem, as you've pointed out, is that he's not he's not a dog, right? He's he's not a he's just not one of those dudes. Where okay, actually, you know what? I'm going to pause real quick. Do you want to keep talking about Kentucky football and the regression, or do you want to talk about this game? Either one. I'm I'm up for either. I'm fired up right now. I could I could go anywhere. I think there's I go there's a real problem here with the football program for a lot of the reasons that you pointed out. There's no criticism. The athletic director stands by him as there's off season after off season of issues, and then they lose to Vanderbilt. You've got guys like Mike Gandolfo texting us. Oh yeah, they still need to build the statue. I mean, they're, they're, the standards are – I can't imagine feeling that way about a team I like. And, and here is – here's the worst thing of all. Here, you know, this, this well, you know, it, it's, it's really a good thing that Kentucky fans are upset that they were 7-6 and six because 7-6 and six for most of the history of this program would have been way above expectations. I mean that's that's the most that's the most ludicrous argument of all. We were told before the season that this team was going to win nine or ten games. Uh, it, 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 you're right. That that's that's the word regression. Yeah, regression. That that is the word. And 
and you know, and, and everybody says, well, now you know, we got we got Liam coming back, and we got this quarterback. Well, you need a lot more help than an offensive coordinator and a quarterback. Let me give you that little tidbit right now. It's the the disappointing thing for Kentucky football the last couple of seasons is you know two years ago or you know I guess calendar year ago they they get to that ten win mark they do what they need to do to do that but even within that season there's the three game slide right so even mm-hmm. where even when you see progress it's almost like you know two steps forward two steps back kind of thing this year was not two steps forward and back it was straight back, back. it's just backwards and the problem back. is. I mean, like, do you? Is it okay to be behind Shane Beamer in a in a a horrific historical South Carolina? Is it okay to lose at home to Vanderbilt, who is so generic? I mean, so generic. And the problem is, here's the problem with Vandy. They've got a good coach. They're not going to get worse. And if Kentucky doesn't get at least marginally better, they could fall behind them too. Because that guy's not – he's good. That's a good coach. And and they tried to they tried to get him to go to LSU to be the, the D coordinator. And he stayed at Vandy. I mean, that, that's – I mean, that's what we're talking about. And, and it, it just – there's such an infusion. And you're going to lose – I mean, let's say even if Vandy – whatever, they're not good. The, the divisions are going away. You're not going to have Vandy anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing the divisions are going away because in the <laughs> 10 years, in the 10 years of coaching at Kentucky, Stoops hadn't won a road game against a Western Division team. So it's a good thing those are going away. <laughs> I mean, just think about, just think, think about that for a second. In 10 years, Kentucky has not won a road game to a Western Division team. What? And we're gonna build and we're gonna build a statue? What? I don't get it. I just don't get it, Louie. I just it, th- so I I have a personal example of this. So when Michigan was down and when Ohio State was beatable, Michigan State got better in the early twenty tens. Won you know beat Ohio State a couple of times. Won the Big Ten title game. Played for a Rose Bowl. Right. Won a Rose Bowl. Made the CFP. And I'm not suggesting that that needs to be the bar for Kentucky, but when other programs are down, when Florida is down, when South Carolina is down, when you know you've got Tennessee who's down, those are the opportunities to not just win ten games one time, but to string together a couple of seasons like that. You, it's unacceptable to have a first round talent in Will Levis and a draftable talent in Chris Rodriguez, who even if he doesn't get drafted, is a very good college running back. No question, and not score points. It's just not. It's not okay. It's just not okay. So yeah, I just, ugh, ugh. <laughs> just it's it's, and then as soon as everyone starts to rise, you regress. Yeah, that's it's it's not just that they caught you; it's that you got worse, and that's that's the problem. And it, it, so it's it's not just two steps back; it's it's like five or six. Yeah. Well, I I just hope that people don't think because Cohen's coming back and we got a tra- a top uh, pick. How how about the guy that Levis couldn't beat out at Penn State? He had a, he had a <laughs> he was he okay pretty, yesterday, huh? <laughs> yeah, he, he had a pretty good game yesterday. He didn't opt out. He didn't opt out, but Will left us. <laughs> three days off. We need to get Dan into more three-day weekends. He's on fire. Yeah, I'm for that. I'm, I'm for that. By the way, it's a Raising Cane's Tuesday here at the station. Wanted to thank them for dropping off lunch at the ESPN Louisville Studios. Raising Cane's gift cards are the gift that keeps giving all year long. Perfect for lunch or dinner or for your watch parties. Download that Raising Cane's mobile app, Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers One Love. Avery's favorite day of the week around here as far as... It's the one day I'm guaranteed to eat. I bet you don't have any problem opening that jaw today. Oh, I don't. I don't need to open it that. <laughs> They're not that big. Why did I show up? I didn't need to show up today. I got Avery doing jaw stuff. I got Dan obliterating. Will left us. I mean, I, oh, why don't am worry. I here? I'm gonna be yelling at a dead chick later. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. How many shades yeah. do you think will come out today? 
Well, <laughs> we're shaming two people, but mostly okay. one. Okay. Right. The dead chick. <laughs> what do you what s- did she say? <laughs> we're shaming the dead chick. <laughs> oh, no. Where is this show gone? I don't know. I, I really don't know. It's a great way to start the new year. There you go. There you go. All right. More well, likely, more likely, UK covers tonight or U of L covers tonight. Oh, uh, UK. Okay. All right. <laughs> UK. U of L won't come within nine points of Syracuse. Okay. All right. No. No. Hey, speaking of speaking of picks. Yeah, buddy. How good was I on Friday? Yeah, you were on fire for sure. I nailed it. I nailed it, and my TCU horned up. Well, dude, you the thing you said that just historically was not true was that both of those games would be close. And we got an awesome semifinal back-to-back for the first time ever, literally. So, no, kudos. You nailed it. I took both dogs. <laughs> I took both dogs. And my TCU – and I'll tell you another thing, Lewis – if that line, I, I don't bet on sports. I haven't bet on sports. Don't have any problem placing a wager on the ponies, but I don't bet on sports. <laughs> but if that line stays at 13 and a half, I'm coming out of retirement. Oh! I am. I'm going to jump on and get me a, get me a, what do you call it? An account? <laughs> yes, account is the correct word, yes. <laughs> and... <laughs> Because because TCU and even if they don't play well, and 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 Max didn't play very well until that last drive, but even when they don't play well, they find a way to win the game. And so, by the way, would you like to hear my uh, honorable mention list for moron? Obviously, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've never, had to, I've never had to talk less. This is great. Mr. Hustle, the hit, the hit king. Yeah, this is a good one. Makes the first legal bet in the state of Ohio. <laughs> what is this man thinking about? Now, I know I've had a chance to be with Pete on a couple of occasions. I, I know Pete to say hello. But this man has gotten such bad advice Ever since he left the dugout, it's pitiful. This is a forgiving society. I mean, we forgive everybody. If he had come out the day he got caught, if he had come out and said, yes, I did it. I don't know what I was thinking about. I'm sorry. I apologize. He would be in the Hall of Fame today. Hmm. No doubt in my mind. It took him 20 years, Louie, before he said, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I bet on baseball. 20 years. And so as a result of that, and, and you know, he's not, I don't know if he'll ever be in the Hall of Fame. He won't be in the Hall of Fame while he's alive. There's no question about that. But then to kind of throw dirt in the face of Major League Baseball, he is the one that agrees to make the first legal bet. And so I just, uh, I, he's, he's gotten such bad advice. That was a stupid thing to do. I, the, the American culture, too, is so forgiving. Yeah. If you just say, I screwed up. Exactly. And, you Everybody know, screws up. There's only two approaches to this, by the way. It's, it's the Pete Rose approach. Or the Barry Bonds approach. Barry Bonds is in baseball, but you never hear from him. He knows to stay out of the light, right? Yep. He knows to yep. be quiet. He's got a job. He's a hitting coach, does his thing, whatever. He gets to be in baseball. I mean, Pete Rose, if he just comes out and goes, look, here's what I did. I never bet against my team. I, I, I apologize. I get it. It's the only rule hanging in every, um, you know, it's the only rule hanging in every, uh, Locker Lock, room. Every, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. dugout or whatever. Right. Like, you know, I, every clubhouse, I get it. But he wasn't capable of that. And I I don't know. I know people that have been around him that really like him. Um, apparently, he's super likable. But I just, uh, yeah, man, I, I just, I don't, I don't get it. I just don't get it. 
So he came. Uh, he came, and I had a picture. Maybe I still have it someplace. He came to a UK practice uh, when I was when I was at Kentucky, and he had just started playing for the Reds. And he had on. I'll never forget this. He had a, a blue shark skin suit. And and we we really thought that was cool that Pete Rose would come down and dressed like that to watch a UK practice and uh, and I've been with Pete on a couple of occasions but he has gotten some terrible advice along the way. <laughs> Did you see too at that event they had it set up so that the the balloons automatically fell at the bar at midnight and so literally at eleven fifty nine fifty nine. The Ohio State kicker kicks the ball. The balloons are released. And then at 12, 12 o'clock even, he misses the kick. And it <laughs> lands. And the balloons land on the ground at the bar in Ohio. That, that's and, and bad. I mean, that's bad, bad. It's amazing, but it's bad. <laughs> That's great. Uh, do you have a problem? And I know we have to get to a break. No, we're good. Do you have... Do you have a problem with the length of college football games? The thing is, on New Year's Eve, like it, there's a lot of moving parts. So I kind of don't notice because I'm, I'm watching, but I'm kind of... I mean, we had 15 people over or something. You know, we had one of those. And so it was kind of like... I, and you know me, so I cooked all the food and whatever else. And so, you know, I'm kind of in between things and watching the games. By the way, by the way... The, Blanket Baker watched the ball drop instead of that kick. <laughs> and he lives in central time. <laughs> How do you feel about that game? Uh, you know, I, we all know. We, we just, it, you know, Blanket Baker <laughs> is like that uncle that, you know, you know, you know, you have to put up with him and he's part of the family, but you don't pay any attention to him because of all the stupid stuff he does. So that's blank. <laughs> I had the game on the TV and then the ball drop on my phone. Anyway, what, what I was getting ready to say is those two games, <laughs> yeah. those two games talking about the Fiesta Bowl and the Peach Bowl yeah. took eight hours. Yeah, yeah. Eight hours. They got the dumbest. The dumbest rule in sport is that the clock stops on a first down. That is, if they just took that away, it might help a little bit. But I don't you know, mind it, it on a first down. But every time you go out of bounds, the clock stops. I mean, that's that's also really ridiculous. Yeah. Well, and and the NFL's got it right. The the NFL's got a three hour window. If you can't play a football game in three hours, the NFL doesn't want anything to do with you. I mean, you you have to literally run five yards out of bounds to get the clock stopped. Yeah, I mean, they, so those true. guys are cranking. Those guys are cranking their arms, keeping the clock running. Three hours. That's. I just. I. I mean, they were great games, and I watched every second of it. But do you really want to invest four hours in a in a college football game? No, I don't. I don't. I'm with you. I don't. No, the answer is yeah. no. Yeah. No, it's, uh, yeah. I, I don't actually usually sit through entire football games anymore. Well, you've got a family and you've got stuff going on. You know, it, my, my my alternative is to talk to Prime. So <laughs> I watch them from beginning to end. Hey, at, at Delta Dental of Kentucky, they believe everyone deserves a happy and healthy smile. Whether you're looking for dental coverage for employees or an individual or family policy, Delta Dental of Kentucky has you covered with a nationwide network of dentists. Plus, they offer Delta Vision, a comprehensive vision plan through VSP. Enrolling in a dental or vision plan is easy. You can call them at 1-800-955-2030, or you can always visit them online at KY. DeltaDental.com. Welcome back to Dan Issel and Louis Rabot on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Dan and Louis. 
All right, welcome back in. Final segment here on a Tuesday. Isla and Louie taking you up until noon. Bobby V's got you then. And, of course, first watch at 3 with Sweezy and Streetle taking you up until 6 o'clock. Bellarmine back in action against Queens University on Thursday. Pre-game uh, with Doug Gourmet and Mark Bug at 6.15. Tip-off at 6.30. All that right here on 680-1057 and on the app. And, of course, it is YMCA Bowl season here at 680-1057. And then we'll have the national championship on Monday, January 9th, so next week. Georgia TCU 6.30 on ESPN 680 will join at 8 o'clock after the Kenny Payne show or whoever they send to do that show. Go Frogs! We may have to make a wager on that game. Okay. Yeah. We'll start thinking about that. Um, by the way, positive response on the Monday morning moron um, coming down. Will left us, if you were just joining us. Uh, the moron of the week. I know it is Tuesday, but uh, you know can't miss out on that. Um, it is time for True Crime Tuesday. Um, I do want to talk about Donovan Mitchell scoring 71 points last night when we get done. Unbelievable. With that. Um, and actually, how many points he total uh, he accounted for in totality is, is pretty remarkable as well. But we go to crack producer Avery Dale now with music and other things for True Crime Tuesday. All right. Sylvia Brown, thank God you're dead. <laughs> because if you weren't, I'm 98% certain you'd still be ruining families' lives. So shame on you. You're a witch. Because I can't say the other word. <laughs> Avery Dill. We're starting out great. Okay, keep going, keep going. I don't know that you need to do anything else. You can just turn the music off. Okay, so <laughs> Sylvia Brown. Yeah. She was an author and she Yeah. She claimed to be a psychic medium. Okay. She was not. <laughs> she did a horrible job, and she she wound up rising to fame on the Montel Show. Oh yeah, and yeah. And they kept they kept bringing her back because <laughs> she was funny. Mm. So shame on you, Montel shame Williams. on you for yeah. keeping on bringing her back because you ruined so many families too. Mm. And so basically, she would meet with various families um, yep. because these children just go missing. Um, so, like, one of the. I'm just going to touch on a few different cases that she ended up assisting on. So, in 1999, six year old Opal Joe Jennings, she went missing out of her grandma, like, out of her grandparents' yard as she was playing with her cousin. Um, like, a man pulled up, threw her in the truck, and drove away. She said that she's not dead, but what bothers me, now I've never heard of this before, but she was taken and put into some kind of slavery thing and taken into into Japan. The place is Kukoro. We're just going to go with that. <laughs> um, y'all, Opal's body was found a few months later in Fort Worth, Texas. She was buried in Fort Worth, Texas and killed that day that she was kidnapped. Like... And then several years later, she doesn't even remember this case. You mean to tell me you don't remember saying a little girl was, like, sold into white slavery? You really mean to tell me that? Mm. No, honey. No. <laughs> um, October 6, 2002, 11-year-old Sean Hornbeck, he disappeared riding his bike to a friend's house in Missouri. This case is really what got her on people's radars. After he was found, um, he said that, like she said that he was buried beneath two boulders, <laughs> jagged boulders. Yes, two jagged boulders. Yeah. Um, January two thousand six, he's found. By the way, that's jagged boulders, not Pat Jaggers. We are not implementing. <laughs> no, Pat did not Pat. do this. No shame on Pat. Keep going. Yes, Pat is innocent. Okay. Um, but January two thousand six, he's found living with his abductor. Michael Devlin in Kirkwood, Missouri. Oh, yeah. Because he was found, she starts getting on people's radars. Like, oh, maybe she's a phony. Like, how do you, like, completely mess this up? And she claims that there were three other kids that had died, and she must have picked up one of them instead. Okay, (laughs) then where's your apology? Because you did not apologize. Shame on you. (laughs) Ah. So, Holly Crewson vanishes April 1995. In 2002, her mom finally goes on to the Montel show. She just wants answers. 
She's being told that she's a stripper on Hollywood and Vine. No, she was dead and like unidentified in San Diego. Like, girl, what are you doing? Probably her most famous case, Amanda Berry. So, like, after about three years or so, her mom goes on to the show. She's still fighting to find Amanda. She believes, like, she's still alive. And, um, Sylvia said she was dead. Her mom instantly lost all will to fight. She lost all motivation. Shortly after, she falls sick and dies. Um... Most likely, many people believe it was actually due to a broken heart, and it's one of the most, like, I truly believe it. Like, it actually does happen. You can die from a broken heart. Of course. Um, And then, of course, we all know Amanda, she was not dead. She broke out a few years later, right around her 11th anniversary. Um, So, I, y'all, she, (laughs) I feel so bad for Amanda and her whole family. But, like, even in 19, like, the 1970s, she holds a tarot party at her house, Mm. and she's, like, giving these wrong readings, and her husband calls her out for it. Well, her then-husband. They divorce shortly afterwards. Mm. And he's like, why are you, like, telling people these things when you know they're not true? And she's like, screw them. Anyone who believes this stuff ought to be taken. Girl, you (laughs) literally called yourself a phony. But said that, like, you wanted to, like, mess with these people. Right. How dare you? Shame on you. We don't like you. <laughs> so, yeah, that that's Sylvia Brown. We don't like her. You know, what's amazing about this story is that a phony like Sylvia Brown could get on a show with the credibility of a Montel Williams <laughs> show. She's funny. Yes, ruining people's lives is funny. Uh, I've seen Sylvia. You described her as a psychic medium. I think she's more like a psychic extra large. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. This Good is, job, Avery. This is Insulin Louie, True Crime Tuesday, of course, every week. Um, not asking for a sponsor because I don't I know why anybody would want to be associated with that. Maybe there's a lawyer out there or something. I don't know. Anyways, um, I do have a, uh, I have a broken heart story if you want to hear a very nice broken heart story. Oh, yeah. All right, so my grandparents were married for uh, – they were 20 and 19 when they got married. And uh, my grandparents died at 82, so 60, 61 years. And um, my, my grandfather was put in hospice. He had a, an inoperable tumor behind his, uh, his lung uh, when he was 80, 81. And uh, so over the three months that he was in, uh, I love how mixed the reviews are of that segment. People love it or they're like, Avery, shut up. It's great. There's no in between. It's love or shut this woman up, please. It's terrific. <laughs> that's that's sports talk radio, but about shaming people and calling them witches. And exactly. so, um, yeah, right. <clears throat> so, literally, um, I get a call from my mom a couple months later. Hey, Grandma's not doing well. Oh, yeah. Why don't you plan to get up here this week? Okay, this is up in Michigan. So my grandmother dies on Wednesday. Four hours before her funeral on Saturday, my grandfather dies. Mm. So we we had this incredible moment where everyone shows up at the church for the funeral, and we had to tell them that not just grandma died, but both of them had passed away. Wow. And so it was this very, I, frankly, I look back, it was very, it was an exhausting week, but I look back on it now, it's one of the more beautiful times of my life, frankly. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, no question. So, Absolutely. Um, say, um, my, my folks were kind of the same way. My father was in ill health for... A couple of years before he passed away and my my mother was you know strong as a horse and and the caregiver and she unexplainably got sick and uh with a really bad infection and and passed away and everybody thought you know well dad dad'll go first grand grand grandma will be here for a while 
and she actually passed away and then my father passed away about three months later so it's it's funny how how that often happens when people of that age that have been together that long uh it's almost like well you know she's gone i i got i got no reason to live yeah or just you know you can watch it once in a while when people are in their profession well into their late 70s 80s whatever and they just stop and then and then they, they start the clock essentially yeah you know yeah, guys that are politicians why, like late in life and doing whatever i mean that right you know, it's, yeah it's his own thing so that's why i do this show i get it i'm keeping you alive dan <laughs> i appreciate it louis. no problem uh the uh <laughs> this is this little louis taking you up uh, about 15 more minutes here until uh bobby v uh, joins you at noon uh, so Donovan Mitchell scores 71 points, but uh, I think the even more remarkable part of this story, and by the way, good for him because I, I think people, they didn't say it was a bad trade, but no one came out and said, this is going to make Cleveland a contender in the East, and it has, frankly. Um, yeah, no, it has. They, that He seems to be, I mean, they have a very talented uh, young roster, and he, he seems to be the the final little bolt that put that machine together. So it is the um, only, what is it, seven players, seven games? Seven. yeah. Have, uh, what, what's amazing to me is that Wilt Chamberlain did it six times. Yeah. He scored 70 or more six times and, of course, you know, had, had the 100 game, the 100 point game. But uh, the other people that did it once, Kobe Bryant, he was the last one to do it. Uh, David Thompson, I happened to be on the floor for that one. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Yeah, what yeah. was that like? Uh, it was, um, it was, it was, you know, it was the last game of the year. Oh, and and David, David and uh, George Gervin were fighting for the scoring championship. Okay, yeah. And our our spot in the playoffs had been solidified. We played uh, an afternoon game in Detroit. At uh, what was that place downtown, Cobo Hall or something yeah, like Cobo that? Yeah, Cobo Hall. Yeah, look at you. Yeah. So we're playing at Cobo Hall, and um, Larry Brown was our coach, and they, you know, we all said, let's get David that scoring championship. Uh, I think out of all of the thousands of games I played, I think it was the only game I had double-digit assists. <laughs> I had... But but you know you can feed you can feed a guy and say you know none of us are shooting David you shoot it every time but you know the other team knows what's going on Correct. and and the fact that David with with all all of the uh, Pistons defense aimed at him was still a- 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 able to score uh, was it seventy one or seventy three anyway. Um, you know that it it was just unbelievable to be on the floor and and see him uh, be able to do that. The the, <laughs> the the kicker to the story was George Gervin needed like sixty three okay. l- later on that night oh. to win the scoring championship and scored sixty five oh. in three quarters. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> he didn't. He scored sixty-five points and did. Of course, of course, they were coached by Doug Moe, who is Larry Brown's best friend and assistant coach for a long, long time. And George scored sixty-five points in three quarters to win the scoring championship. That's great. That's great. The other, the other players to do it: Elgin Baylor, David Robinson, and of course Devin Booker. I think people would not have gotten David Robinson amongst that list. No, no, you're uh, you're absolutely right. That, that I I don't remember Robinson ever being that kind of a. Scorer. And that was late in his season too, ninety four. So yeah, that's a that's a pretty incredible thing. I he, you know, with with Mitchell, uh, you know, and and when Jay Davis is on on Thursdays, we can ask him about it. I mean, there he Jay's pretty convinced there maybe a little bit of roster depth away from, you know, making a run in the East. Obviously, at the top of the NBA East, you're, you know, you're looking at Milwaukee, you're looking at Boston. You know, the Nets are an enigma, but they keep winning. They won 12 in a row. Um, and and so, you know, God, just a couple of weeks ago, Dan, we were talking about a 13-12 and 12 Nets team. 
And what, yeah. are, they, what are they going to do? Well, the yeah. answer is kick everyone's ass. <laughs> so. That's right. That's right. And I mean, the, the only difference, the only difference, aside from the fact that everybody's healthy and playing now, of course, everybody, when you're winning, everybody wants to play. But um, but the the only difference is Jacques Vaughn uh, coaching the team yep. instead of Steve Nash. Yep. Um, so you have to give him a. A, a, a lot of. Do you know what's weird you about, see, Do you know what's wild about that? Is that that means that Kevin Durant might have been right about Steve Nash? Yeah, and he came across yeah. as a whiner in the off season. Right, he wanted everybody fired. Yeah. He wanted Nash fired. He wanted. Uh, but Marks, he may have been right all along. Yeah, no, it's yeah. yeah, 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 yep, yep, for sure. Uh, speaking of the Celtics, did you see the uh, what happened during the Celtic uh, Nugget game the other night? Which part? They they. <laughs> Uh, Robert Williams, the center for the Celtics, dunks the ball. And I don't know what – there used to be a rule about hanging on the rim. Right, yeah. But but Robert Williams hangs on to the rim for a good 10 seconds. Okay. And bends the rim. Oh, I did see this. Yeah, yeah. And they come, they come out, and it takes it takes them like uh, forty minutes. They've got two ladders out there, six guys with levels and hammers and stuff, and and they finally and and Coach Malone for the Nuggets says, "There's got to be a joke in there somewhere. How many guys does it take to fix a bent <laughs> rim?" Yeah. Uh, but so they're just you know sitting around. But the Nuggets. Nuggets played really well. They were awful last night in Minnesota, but they played awfully well. And and uh, Jokic had another triple double. But uh, the Nuggets got a shot. They 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 if they can keep everybody healthy, which they are right now, they they've got a shot to win this thing. What? Wouldn't an NBA team have another rim? Yeah, wouldn't you think so? I mean, why that makes around, too much sense. Why are we Louis? sitting around for thirty five minutes? And like these dudes and these, <laughs> I'm rewatching. I mean, the video. And, and and if you had another rim, all you'd have to do is loosen the bolts, take that rim down, put the other one up. It ought to take what, what I'm saying is just ten minutes. Wheel in a new basket. Like what? What are we doing? Is it? You know what this is, Dan? Denver's not serious about basketball. That's what it is. <laughs> these Nuggets, they don't care. No, nope. We're, we're, it's <laughs> That's a, a hockey it's town. A, yeah, it, no, 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 no. It's a they football actually, town. They actually win hey, titles on that side. You know what the big rumor is here about the next coach? Jim Harbaugh, baby. Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh is going to be the next coach. Yeah. I think that's very realistic. I think he's he's peaked out at Michigan, and, and if they throw him like $12, 15000000 million to go coach the Broncos, I think he'd go. Yeah, I didn't realize that, that the salaries had gotten that high. I guess uh, Sean McVay with the Rams is making like $15 million a year. Well, I mean, the, it, the Walmart people own the Broncos now, so there's, you know, that, that won't be an issue. I, they won't get Sean Payton because um, – Sean, whoever Sean Payton signs with, they're going to have to um, uh, give uh, the the Saints a package. And I think I saw the last time, was it Gruden that went from Tampa Bay to Oakland? They had to give Tampa Bay like two first round picks and yeah. two second round picks. And so the compensation for for Sean Payton. And remember, the Broncos are a team that already gave all their first round picks to Seattle for um, for Russell Wilson. Uh, so it won't be Sean Payton, but uh, the, the, the Walton people have said, you know, money won't be an issue. So I wouldn't be surprised if Harbaugh doesn't get this job. There you go. Little, how about that? Little, little NBA and NFL talk on a, on a Tuesday. How about that? But yeah, no, I, the, the Mitchell thing, it was happening while the, the, the injury, you know, the... Uh, the uh, the the uh, Demar Hamlin, excuse me, uh, injury was happening in um, Monday Night Football, so I think a lot of people hadn't yeah. hadn't watched it, and I think there was a moment at that. which a lot of people went, "Okay, they're in overtime. I'm just going to click over to that game and get away from, you know, watching this." Obviously, they don't, they don't know what's going on, and it's becoming more and more apparent that they're not going to play the rest of this game. So, um, God, I'm wondering how they're going to figure that out, Dan. I'm not saying know. they did the wrong thing yesterday at all, but no, it just, no, but like they, how yeah. they're going to reschedule that game when it's already this close to the playoffs and everything else is beyond me. So. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. I guess uh, they said the the Bills plane 
uh, went back to Buffalo, but uh, a number of players stayed yeah. in Cincinnati. Sure. So um, they're going to have a hey, one thing we haven't mentioned today is um, the LSU uh, Purdue oh, yeah. football game. Yeah. Did did Coach Braun get out of out of West Lafayette <laughs> <laughs> at the right time? Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! What a beat down that well, game! Like was. like forty percent of their team was gone, either transferred or not playing, and whatever else. So yeah, so uh, that's going to be a, a bigger rebuild than people think up at Purdue. Yeah, I mean that that yeah. that he took it from an eight and four team, and you know the guys leaving to I that looks like a three and nine kind of team next year so yeah good luck to no you. question all right brother. no question good job today yeah. man <laughs> I, uh, I i hear the music and just like will we're gonna have to left you right now uh enjoy the basketball games tonight louie will you be watching kentucky or louisville live uh louisville's on at seven and Kentucky's on at eight, so if oh, uh, so you get an hour. I thought they were on at the same time. So my, right. my sons will be very happy. There you go. Well, we'll be back again tomorrow morning at ten o'clock. We hope you will be too. This has been Issel and Louie on ESPN six eighty one zero five seven. Have a great day, everybody. Tired of eating the same homemade meals over and over again? Want to switch it up? LocallyOwnedDelivery.com safely brings the restaurants to you. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner, they'll bring it to you. Delivery.com delivers some of the finest restaurants in Metro Louisville. Miss going out to eat but still want to support your favorite restaurants? Delivery.com has got you covered. Use promo code ORDERNOW for $10 off your next order. Sit back, relax, your meal's on its way. Delivery.com. We bring the restaurants to you. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Injured in a car accident? Visit SueDistractedDriver.com.